Well, good afternoon. Welcome to the program. We start today with a story that will be heartbreaking, uh, but it's also uplifting. It's inspiring. It's about somebody who has taken tragedy and is doing everything she can to turn it into something good for others to make sure that what she's gone through, no other family has to experience. Her name is Brenda Baptist Pratt, and she's here in studio with us this afternoon to talk about what happened to her family and what she is doing now in the aftermath of it. And Brenda, thank you so much for being here. I've, I've followed along with this for a long time. We're social media friends, and I uh, I remember, you know, the, the, the horrific sinking feeling I got when I heard almost four years ago now as to what happened to your daughter Jenna, her friend Holly, and, and Jenna's grandparents. Uh, before we get into all of that, though, I want you to take just a few minutes to, to tell everybody about Jenna, about Holly, about about the, these special people that, that you lost back in 2019. Well, thank you so much for having us. Um, and I say us because I feel like when I'm here, I'm speaking for the girls and, and speaking for our families. But November 16th, 2019, um, it'll be four years since all of this happened. And prior to that, Jenna and Holly were 14-year-old freshmen at their high school in Vandalia, and they were known as the two kindest girls. They were the girls that weren't into drama. They were into their friends, and they were into their sports. They were both multiple sport athletes um, playing volleyball and softball, and everything and Jenna's love was basketball Holly's love was was softball Jenna also did track and so athletics were a huge part of their life um, and their friend groups as a result of that and both girls were amazingly huge in their faith and so there couldn't have been I'm very biased but it's it's nice to hear from other people there couldn't have been two girls that were more amazing. And then um, you add into the equation my my former in-laws, Bill and Jackie Pratt, who were from Sullivan. And, you know, I was so blessed that they got to be my other parents for over 20 years. And I couldn't have asked for better in-laws. I certainly couldn't have asked for better grandparents for my two daughters. And the loss of these four amazing people, one of them by themselves is terrible. Four of them at the same time is completely catastrophic because they were such bright lights in their families and in their communities. I, I can only imagine what you have gone through for the last four years, as devastating as this must have, must have been. And yet you're you're here and you're out and you're you're talking about all of this. Uh, why? What what's motivating you to to keep uh, out there with the message you're about to deliver here? I think the big thing is that, you know, I'm a, a public speaking professor and a journalist by trade. So I have been talking about and writing about other people's stories of tragedy my entire career. And then you couple that with previously been a longtime volunteer and a victim advocate for Mothers Against Drunk Driving. And I was blessed to be trained by the best and brightest in law enforcement and criminal justice. And although drunk driving had touched me um, both in a family way, but also in friends. Um, I figured if I could talk passionately and get people to listen to me about something like impaired driving, um, I felt like that I should be able to use my voice for other things. And, and to be quite honest, the grief journey is um, something that I would never want anyone to be a part of, especially in the loss of a child. But 
I feel like to go out and speak about it, it, it keeps the story out there. But if I honestly can do anything at all to save a life, that's what I'm going to do. This was not, though, a drunk driving accident per se that, that took the lives of your daughter and her friend and your, your former in-laws. What, what happened back in November of 2019? Um, the details that we're able to share is that... Um, on that evening after leaving Williamsville High School, after leaving the playoff football game against Williamsville and Vandalia, um, the my in-laws were, were in the front seats and Jenna and Holly were seated behind them and they were traveling back from Williamsville to Vandalia. They were very close to their to their destination. They had just come through Hillsboro. We know that from Jenna send in her data text message. And for whatever reason, um, the person that is responsible for this crossed the center line on that two-lane highway and traveled in their lane um, for a period of time and then hit them head-on. This is on a two-lane highway down in, in Montgomery County? Correct. Yeah. In between um, Hillsboro and Coffeen. And that driver was in their lane and that driver subsequently, um, 18 months later, was charged with improper lane usage, but also was charged with aggravated unlawful use of a communication device, which is, you know, distracted driving. What's the status of, of that case and those charges right now? The status is, is that it has been very slow moving since the being charged in mid-May of 2021. So for more than 18 months, it has just kind of languished out there. Um, Lots of things have frustrated me about the process. And then you throw COVID into the mix. COVID dealings with any any court any court process, as you can imagine, it just really slowed everything down. Um, I, there's only so many things that I can say to attempt to protect the integrity of the case. I have been very vocal about my disgust of this process and of the slowness of the process. Um, but that is what he has been charged with. And the problem with that is that he was charged as a juvenile. That That is that is, you know, public knowledge. Um, but he will be 21 soon. And so that is problematic to the case. So they're they're having to do some things to figure out what to do next with that. And I understand you're in a, a situation where you can't go into a, a ton of detail on that. And I, I hope that at some point down the road, we'll be able to learn more about that and, and help others understand that as well. It's a big part of this story. But there is also much more to the story. We're talking with Brenda Protz uh, about the aftermath of this tragedy now nearly four years ago that took the life of her daughter. Jenna and Jenna's friend and, and Jenna's grandparents. Uh, and so you have, have taken this and you have tried uh, to do some some really positive things to make sure that nobody else goes through what, what you've gone through and particularly focusing on distracted driving. What's your message there? The message that we've come up with um, early on, we try to decide what did what did Jenna represent? What did Holly represent? Um, and we, we came up with a Facebook page called Find Joy in the Journey. Love Jenna was kind of like her message to us that even on this terrible journey we're on to try to find joy. And Holly was all about building mountains of kindness. And so her family has the Holly's Mountain Facebook page that is very scripture based. And But between all of that, 
um, the overall message I wanted to get out there was to find joy and to be kind. And I wanted people to just drive, no matter what that meant. And, you know, what, what I know after digging into this more is there's, you know, so many types of, of driving that people are doing when they really should just be paying attention to the road. And whether it's eating a cheeseburger or trying to fold a map, as I've seen going down the interstate. But um, I have been going into schools and I've been so blessed to be able to talk to student bodies. And, you know, my first one being Williamsville, which was so important because that was the last place those four walked on the earth was in Williamsville, Illinois. So they were my inaugural school and I went to Pleasant Plains and I went to um, New Berlin and I've, I've done several classes of driver's ed students in Riverton and so many more schools are trying to get me in the door with, you know, when time allows. And, and I think that's the best way to do it is try to do that. And in conjunction with that and, and the Facebook pages is, although not with me today, I do have the Jenna's Joy Mobile, which is a um, Chevrolet Camaro, which has been completely wrapped and graphicked out with the Find Joy, Be Kind, Just Drive on the side, as well as in their memory on the back, and then our Find Joy in the Journey logo. And when I tell you that that is a, that has been something that has brought lots of conversation. Um, I hand out bracelets whenever somebody starts talking to me about it. And it's something like that, that it's keeping me going. Um, when I don't want to go, it, it makes me do that. And if it can, if it can save a life and just make people think more responsibly about what they're doing, then it's all worth it. Do you get the sense the message is taking hold? I mean, you're talking to young people who kind of by their nature feel a little bit indestructible. Plus, they've had a phone in their hands for pretty much their entire lives, and they feel like this is just an extension of themselves. Do they understand why it is so dangerous when you're driving to to have that distraction, to have your attention pulled away from the road? It's... You would think that it might not seem that way because of their age group, but even the teachers at these schools have told me we have assemblies all the time and we've never heard, we've never seen this group pay as close of attention as they have to you. And I think what has been very telling is even though I was just there at some of these schools, um, just the other day I was having supper at a local restaurant and a young man walks up to me who's working in the dining room and he was like, hey, I know you. You're that lady that spoke to us about, you know, just driving and, you know, and I'm like, well, where are you from? And he's like, well, I go to New Berlin High School and, and then I was getting my car serviced and a guy comes up to me and he was like, hey, I know you. Same story. And so if I can make these connections with these young people, one person at a time um, and tell Jen a story and, and I think they can identify. I'm like you guys that are freshmen, like they were just students just like you. They were trying to play basketball and volleyball and do their things and they're not here now. And And I always tell them, you are all in a place that, that my daughter is never going to get to be and I don't want you to take that lightly. And I think just the way that I, I tell our story and talk to them and, and give them some practical information, but also just from the heart, I feel like that they are getting the message. It's a message young people need to hear, but it's frankly a message a lot of adults need to hear too. How... how is there any way to get the word out to them also? You know, I've noticed that um, everyone thinks they're indestructible. I thought wasn't going to happen to me. I thought that my way of helping this was I was a victim advocate and I was to help the people that needed help. But um, I feel like when I have families tell me 
things like I actually pull over now when I have an important phone call and I never did that before. Or even I spend more time with my kids because of you. I mean, I feel like there's been more lessons that have come from this and more um, people have changed more things in their lives, not just how they drive, but just how they live, really. You know, we're talking about Jenna's journey, but everybody has their own individual journey as well, and you can adapt these themes, these ideas to your to your own life and situation as well. But where can people go to learn more about what you're doing to keep Jenna's memory alive and about these important messages that you are uh, trying to send out? The big, the big way right now is going through Facebook. Our Facebook page is called Find Joy in the Journey, Love, Jenna. Um, it, we feel like it's motivato- motivational messages as well as pictures of of the girls and and kind of you know any special memory coming up and if there's something going on like for example this we might share that and any other um stories that we need to tell and messages that we need to get out there and and the message has been received all across the country um i i've been able to sit and talk with people that I would have never thought to talk to. And, you know, I, the last year or so I was able to sit and interact with a group of hell's angels and (laughs) those people have turned out to be amazing. And not that I ever thought that they weren't, but I never, never would have went up to a hell's angel and had a conversation. And, and then when you realize that, you know what, I am fighting a fight just like they are because Groups like motorcyclists, they are really um, at risk of people who are who are driving distracted. And yeah. so once I realized that and could join forces with other groups like that, um, and I think that's only going to continue with um, motorcycle groups and other things that are also trying to get the exact same message out there for their groups. You're wearing a beautiful T-shirt with this uh, same message on it. Are those also available? That can We are actually trying to do something right now to where we can get printing done on demand so people can get a shirt anytime. Um, whenever we do a, I call them J shirts, whenever we do a Jenna's gear order that goes up on that join the journey Facebook page. Okay. And so we're trying to actually refine some of those things now. So that gear is available all the time. And, and I always have bracelets. So if people see the Jenna's joy mobile out, then they can always ask me for a bracelet. I've always got my trunk full of bracelets and I'll also be at car shows, um, this summer too. That's, that's the big idea. My, my in-law my family are big um, gearheads, and and I married into a family of drag racers <laughs> back then, and I became a drag racer. So I really feel like the car is a good way of not only honoring them, but getting the message out there to the masses. Uh, Brenda, I know the legal journey has been grueling, and I wish you uh, all the best with that, that you get the, the justice you're seeking for, for Jenna, for Holly, for your uh, former in-laws, and for yourself. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, give us the, uh, the, the Facebook page one more time people can look at? That's Find Joy in the Journey. Love, Jenna. And I hope that people go there and they follow us and certainly they can reach out to me through there and we'll keep giving updates. And, you know, I'd really like for this case to be over in 2023. Um, we don't want to go into year five. 